Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. So we haven't uh, touched in on the Mark II for a while. This is the pocket pen that you guys have been making. How's that going? Good. Uh, we Let's see. We just got our third. It's either a second or third round of like production samples, basically, or just like pre-production samples. And everything but a couple little tiny issues are good to go. So they're remaking like some of the parts that had the issues. And then once we, you know, they prove that they can do that right then we'll go then they'll just start production basically okay so that's good because it's you know it's um pretty smooth and uh it's looking good like so you know the ones we're getting are all like polished steel there's no like cerakote anything on them and they're very very like shiny and very like uh uh very like chromey and stuff Mm -hmm. um so but yeah it's good i mean there's some you know, it's just like little, it's always like little things, right? They get the, you know, the basic things, right? It's just like, oh, refining the polish method so that when the parts are together, it's seamless. Or yep. what was the other thing? Just like... Um, yeah, the uh, just like as an example, the... How do I describe this? Like the the sleeve has a is two parts and right. has a little cap on it where the like tube meets the rounded end part. And the press fit tolerance on that was just slightly off to where you could actually like make those parts come apart a little, which they're not obviously not supposed to. So it's just something like that where something is off by, you know, thousandths of an inch, but less than that. Yeah, less than that. But it needs to be fixed, obviously. So just tiny little kind of boring tweaks like that. Yeah. Are you on time? Uh,. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, sure, we're on time, but I know there's like happen, well, right? the million things that can go wrong would start. Yeah, now. I feel like we're probably ahead of schedule though, because because with this pin, we like had the manufacturer picked like you know, we're using the same one as makes our other pin. So like, oh, that's we a, had the manufacturer. That's a, that's a big yeah. help. That yeah, and the quote help. like already done. So as soon as we got like the, as soon as the Kickstarter ended. Uh, we were like, okay, you guys, just like, like we're going right now. Yeah. They're like, okay, and they're like fast um, mm-hmm. in general. So, yeah, you know, so like we we said April on the yeah. Kickstarter page, which as always is just like a guess and a like gender. You know, we try to give us I ourselves padding. padding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so that seems fun. So like, it seems like we're probably gonna hit that if things continue the way they are. It's just funny but, because know. this is the time where everything is delayed, and then. Wouldn't it be kind of funny, really, if like this was one where you actually delivered it on time or early? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. When every other you know, product I mean, in the world is late and then the Mark yeah. II just flies in under the wire. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if we if we can, if this next round of samples from them, which we should get, you know, pretty soon, is like perfect and we say, yeah. which I think it, sh- it should be, and, and we say, okay, go on production... I mean, I think we'll start, we'll probably have the bulk of the final parts, like, I don't know, somewhere in December, certainly. And so that would be awesome. To be able to, like, have all the parts and stuff 
before the new year. Um, and before the Chinese New Year as well. And before the Chinese New Year, in particular. That would be, like, really good. And, you know, same with our, like, the Cerakote stuff and the PVD stuff. Like, we're using all the suppliers we use. So, and they know, you know, to like, that it's it's coming at some point. So, hopefully, you know, I know our Cerakote supplier, like, can't really do much. They're, like, increasing their shop and stuff. And so... Like they're making it bigger, so they can't really do a big job until early next year. But that would be fine for us. Like if we were seracoding pins early next year, that'd be really great. So, yeah. So I, yeah, it seems like pretty good. We still have some, you know, packaging stuff to completely figure out, but that shouldn't be a problem. And okay. yeah, it's good. Should be good. Yeah, the packaging. Uh, I don't know if we yet want to say what it is because we haven't. C- decided for sure but it it will be yet another kind of new thing we haven't ever done before uh-huh. uh so that'll be fun if it works out and it's cool it could be something that we use for other products as right. well uh if the situation well i don't think we need it. to be so steep i mean we may not use it but we're definitely looking into like molded pulp like bamboo pulp or paper pulp you know like you get like um uh you know, like if, if it's the same material that like a compostable like plate is made out of, um, uh, but it's it's kind of like you can design whatever you want, and they can like mold it into like a shape. And this is one it, of those if we can... classic, thoroughly considered moments that has just happened right here, where Dan's yeah. like, "That was we a have secret thing. Yeah, we have this thing. Not sure if we want to talk about it, but it's, I'm interested in it. And Tom goes, "That's ah, fine. Here it is." <laughs> well, we may not, it's not like someone listening to this and we chase it back, and they're like, "Oh my!" Like we would have a good reason. Like yeah. we want to do it, and we think we can. The only yeah. reason might be we so we've tried to use this kind of packaging in the past. But we always thought that the minimums were way too high, well, yeah. and they were. Yeah. But um, we found a manufacturer where it can be lower minimums. Right. And so um, if indeed at the end of the day we can actually do it and we think we can, it will be cool because it's like it's, uh, it's nice. It's like super, you know, relatively sustainable and it's simple and should be easy. So that would be cool. We like the cork and stuff that we use for mm-hmm. the Mark 1, but it's a, you know, it's just like a lot for uh that. So we're trying to find ways to simplify packaging stuff, so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Are you doing uh assembly yourself? I don't remember if we last used before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the They're... parts are going to be like finished and terracotted in China and sent to you no. and then you will be doing final assembly. Uh, we'll do final assembly, but the Cerakote happens here, and um, and like the PVD stuff happens here. So all coatings basically happen here, and then uh, yeah, we will do, be doing final assembly. And in this case, it's a little bit, I, it's not hard, um, but it is it is kind of we have to do a couple operations, and we have to do them like after the Cerakote because. If we were to install the magnet and everything and then Cerakote it, it would like demagnetize the magnet Hmm. because when you bake the Cerakote, you have to get up to a certain temperature and that will unmagnetize the magnet. So we have to do, we had to like design it to where we could Cerakote it and then like assemble it after and stuff. And so it's kind of a, especially with we're trying to make like seamless parts and stuff, it was kind of a a little bit of a a challenge to, to like design that right. But it should be, 
we've done some, you know, like little test assemblies here, and it shouldn't be that. We'll have to build some jigs and stuff, but it's pretty easy. It should be pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So love a yeah. good jig. Are you still oh, yeah, using those uh, weird machines for that stuff? Uh, what were they? Were we talking about those a while the ago? The Arbor Press? The what? Oh, you mean like a, that clicking machine? The Arbor Press? No, like you, you didn't you have a machine where you could make your own little jigs? It's like, like kind oh, of yeah. like a 3D printer, but better. Well, we have a fancy 3D printer. Right. That's a, it's a SLA printer. So it's like... Um, That's the one, the SLA it printer. It uses lasers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I I think we actually will. I've actually been on using our older eight year old 3D printer more. Uh, I've kind of gotten back to it, but um, but yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah, whatever way we need to do it, we'll make little jigs, and that's you know, it's good, makes it easy. How have the um, the new uh, material docs been received so far? Good, I think. Yeah. Right, Dan? I mean, I, yeah, it's, I feel yeah. I feel good about the response. It's I would say it's pretty much about what we were expecting. Good. Uh, and so it's like a good amount to where it feels good and worth it, but not so much that we're like sweating being able to get those that initial batch out. Right. Like yeah. in the next couple of weeks. So it's kind of the yeah, sweet it's the right spot. Quantity. However, I do think that once people so, you know, I've been using it uh with my new phone and it is very satisfying <laughs> to be able to just set down the magsafe like just have your phone kind of lock in place and just set it down it's like really nice so i think once people like use that and experience that it's like i could see people being like oh this is this is something like it feels like once you, it is one of those situations where once you use it you're like oh wait this is way better so yeah, i'm excited it's, kind of, it's to genuinely see like kind of annoying that the thing moves around like i find that so annoying you know like the the actual magsafe puck that you get from apple you know like i understand the benefit of ha- of being able to move it and like you know on a desk it might be fine but like on a bedside table i just want to be able to put my phone down i don't want to have to like mm-hmm. where's the thing think about you know mm-hmm. yeah. so i, I we uh, I ordered a bunch because I'm not um, a MagSafe. I'm still not a MagSafe person. I'm a PopSocket person. Yeah. And so, you mm-hmm. know, you can kind of get it to work. Like PopSockets come in two parts now. You take the top part off, it will kind of work. Oh, really? But it doesn't, it doesn't actually attach magnetically properly, but it will charge. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what on earth they PopSocket think they're going to be able to do. Um, it's actually yeah. it, it's interesting because since the last time we spoke, we have our use this properly right like i know yeah. previously it was kind of just like oh, i've taken this one apart and blah blah blah. but yeah did you see that moment did you see this moment have made a whole uh-huh. line of products for the magsafe yeah. and they seem to be doing some stuff that I, i'm intrigued what your take is especially tom but having looked through the documentation like you have because they seem to be quite confident that this thing is going to give a strong enough um, grip that, that you can start hanging stuff off of it. Yeah, it's, you know, it magnets are so tricky. It's one of those things where, I don't know. So, you know, from my impression of that, and did we talk about this before? My impression of the, that whole thing is that they designed it irrespective of MagSafe, and then they, like, decide MagSafe, you know. No, you're, t- you're, thinking, of you're, peak, thinking, you're of thinking of peak design. 
Oh, okay. So the moment stuff. Peak yeah, did a like thing. Yeah, like the tri- little and, tripod but guy. Moment have yeah. done a thing, which is like, hey, here yeah. is our here is our actual MagSafe product. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. I mean, it would definitely like I would not be worried if if I had like a mag like a MagSafe puck like attached to a wall, and I walked up to it and put my phone on it, and I knew it was like in the right spot mm-hmm. the phone's not going to drop yeah, down. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like strong enough if if you have like either a magsafe case or no case um but i you know that would i go hiking with my phone attached to my tripod absolutely not but i'm i'm sure that's not what they're designed for but it's like i don't know it's hard to i don't think anyone would feel comfortable like jostling around or moving their tripod and stuff with the phone attached to that thing because if you break the seal of the magnet right if you like bump the phone at all yep. it is going to fall off because so, the way those magnets are designed yep. is they're only strong if they're r- perfectly aligned and apple did that so that they snap into alignment uh, and so the polarization is really weird. It's it's like a donut. It's not mm-hmm. it, it's not what you would normally think of like a magnet. You know, usually a magnet, it's like the north-south. Um, like when you put two magnets together, the north-south faces are touching each other. That is not what's happening with the MagSafe magnet at all. It, it's basically like if you think about a ring, like a wedding ring, right? The inside of the ring is north and the outside of the ring is south. And then you have another wedding ring where it has the exact same well configuration but opposite and they stick together but what happens is if you just like get them slight like move it a millimeter off like axis from each other they completely don't have any sticking power right but the cool thing about that is when you get them close they will snap together but if you just like either at an angle like peel it off the surface a little bit or bump it a little bit it fails like fails in a catastrophic way not in like a yield way and so that's the really danger here. If you just jostle it, it's going to fall off. Um, and so that's the thing that feels weird. Like, it, I don't know. That's the thing that's a little bit nerve-wracking. But yeah. maybe that's fine, like, in practice, you know. But I wouldn't, yeah. like, run around with it on, like, a selfie stick or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at these moment ones now, and they're so kind of not small (laughs) they're so big uh and kind of inelegant looking in some ways and it's just i don't quite understand what your i don't basically i don't believe the trade-off like i i mean obviously as the maker of the glyph like i would much rather have something like feel secure and to me like the the quick release of the glyph is like good enough like i don't need it to be like oh i'm not willing to sacrifice stability so that I can take it, it takes one second less to take the phone off. Like, I, I suppose maybe there's a scenario where you're like literally having to take the phone on and off of a tripod like dozens of times during a shoot or something. And in that case, maybe you want this, but it's like so you're not getting it would be cool if you got like a size savings as well, where it's like, oh, this MagSafe thing is like a teeny tiny little surface area and you have this super, (laughs) you have something that's like basically the size of a tripod thread and it just like snaps on. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's like a super portable, really small thing. But this thing is huge. It's like, it's much bigger than the Glyph or any other tripod mount for that reason. So I just personally, I don't really buy the trade-off. 
The other thing that's interesting about this is I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm wrong, but just looking at it, it doesn't look like it would ever snap to alignment in portrait or, or in landscape. So, you know, in portrait, if they have a magnet, there's an alignment magnet on the phone where you would get a perfect portrait alignment, like, you know, to it, but not uh, in landscape, which, you know, is maybe not a big deal and maybe could be nice in a lot of ways. But I think it might feel a little bit weird that you're feeling like, you know, because a lot of tripods have like a bubble level or something to get the tripod head level. But then you have the the phone, you can't ever snap it into place, which maybe isn't a big deal. But I feel like the reason you use tripods is for like precision and stability. And it's going to be really easy, I think, for this thing to just turn a little bit. Like even if it doesn't fall off, it just turns a degree and it's like, oh, dang. So if you're doing like, say, stop motion or something, that's no good. You definitely want something way more like locked in than that. And so like Dan is saying, it's like, what exactly is the use case here? Uh, like if you're, if you're bothering to set up a tripod to like take this ultra stable photo or something, you know, is it that much more onerous to just really lock it in? You know what I mean? It's like this weird middle ground. But may, I don't know. Maybe there's some really good use cases that, you know, we just haven't thought of or whatever. I mean, you know, it's I like I actually like the look of the object. It's like some the stuff's cool. I think it's you know. more attractive than the stuff that Peak Design is doing. Their, their Kickstarter. Hmm. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan uh, of the look of it, but it also looks like another interesting system. Theirs is more proprietary, <laughs> right? So they're controlling yeah. more of how the whole thing's working. So I can imagine it being yeah. good in that way. I don't understand how the Peak Design one works with MagSafe through I don't think it does case. work with MagSafe. It doesn't. It doesn't. Y- yes, it doesn't but they say compatible with MagSafe. That just means, all that means is you're not, I think all that means is like, you can stick a MagSafe charger to the case. Yeah, that's, or I don't it doesn't think, mess up. I don't understand how that works though. Because it would have well, to go through that metal ring that is on the back of the case. Like, can you charge chi through a metal like ring that's obstructing? No, you cannot. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Those words, I think, mean something very specific. And I think basically what it means is like, we're not, we're not doing something that is messing with the phone's magnets. Their whole <laughs> thing about MagSafe, it's on the page. Their whole thing about MagSafe is they believe it's going to work, but they don't know yet. Like, and they put it like in their risk section, it's you know they they believe that it's going to work with MagSafe, but they they still need to make sure of that. Yeah, th- I mean this is such a fascinating and I suppose kind of heartbreaking thing. Where here's what I think happened is Peak Design was working on this system for several years. Mm-hmm. They were really close to launching, and then Apple launches MagSafe. And they're just like, oh, no, <laughs> like this yeah. is we have this whole thing like this is totally like competes and gets in the way. And so they basically had to figure out a way to shoehorn into the marketing like, hey, it's cool. We like work together. But really, it's like, no, this is a separate thing. And they don't actually work together. And that's uh it's got to feel it's got to feel so devastating to like spend years on this whole system and then it's like I mean I'm not crying for them they've raised like over a million dollars I think yeah. on their Kickstarter. It seems uh, really weird that's, to that's me tough. that like depending on where you look on the page like 
Some parts of the page say it will work with MagSafe, and then other parts of the page are like, we hope it will, which is like a little <laughs> strange. But like I, I can yeah. see again, like you're saying, how they got themselves in this situation because they'll find, you know, they're just like, look, we will find a way, <laughs> you know, and, and I get that because, but it seems, you know, the whole thing is a bit, it's unfortunate, but it seems a little strange to me. I think they'll be fine though, because like I said, the the thing where this is flexible, where MagSafe will never be is it has physical locking connections. Yeah. Like in this, like kind of to me proves that MagSafe is never going to work for anything that has any level of like jostling or else they just would have only had a magnet, right? Like mm-hmm. Peak Design did this whole thing where they have a magnet or it can like straight up lock in. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that is, and they like to do that, they had this, had this piece of metal in this case. So they knew that was really important, right? They made a, a lot of like design you know, compromises to get there. Yeah. So for me, like this feels like GoPro, a GoPro space where it's like, yeah, like you're only going to be able to do this. Like you would, not that anyone would do this, but you would never do that moment uh, tripod thing on like a bike. right? No. <laughs> and the fact that the Peak Design one like handles all those situations, it feels like way more compelling. I, I would be much more comfortable using the Peak set of products than the moment set of products. Because yeah. you can, like, physically lock it in as well. Like, if I'm really doing something, I, this is the way that I would want to, to to do it. Like, that, that I think that makes a lot more sense. Mm. I also like they have options, right? You can use their case or they're creating adapters that you can put on other cases and stuff. So, mm-hmm. it is, like, it's bold. It's very bold from them because they didn't just make a product. They've made, like, an entire system of products mm-hmm. so it's, it's yeah, but it's exciting to buy into if you're you know yeah if you're mm-hmm. i do i am very curious about this uh charger though with this piece of metal and the chi and that all from what i know about chi that feels interesting <laughs> but who knows they it seems small huh doing. oh there's no chi ring in there is i can tell you there's no chi circle uh they're just they're just biting the bullet and having that chi charger go through that little rounded wreck metal ring on the back of their thing yeah and maybe it's aluminum or something and so that helps but uh you know they're just it still will work it just won't charge as fast right you know i don't think there's really any way around it so um like, that's why Apple, you know, can ch- claim the 15-watt charging some of the MagSafe is because they're getting perfect alignment and all of the tolerances are perfect. Like, when you look at, like, a spec for Qi chargers, everything is very specific about how far the two coil surfaces are supposed to be from each other. What angles are they at? Like, uh, is there how far away is a piece of metal? Like, there's all these things that are very specific. And if you look inside, like, a MagSafe puck, there is a lot of work done to make sure that even though there is something like ferrous or metal near the charging coil, they're shielding all around it to shield it so that it can work properly. And so you can't just like willy-nilly stick a piece of metal in between a tube uh, inductive charging coils and think that that's going (laughs) to, that they're going (laughs) to keep working well. So, you know, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'm definitely not an electrical engineer, but it just feels, from what I know, it just feels like, it would like likely work, but probably not super fast. Like not fast charging and not you know 
very efficient at all. And you know, the 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 chi is forgiving. I mean, it's designed to be like forgiving and stuff, but your your mileage certainly varies depending on, you know, the charging efficiency uh depending on just like all kinds of things. So, and there's all kind like the those chi chargers, they like watch for heat. They watch for magnetic interference. They do all this stuff and if that's present, they turn off or like do burst charging and stuff. So, um you know, it's a it's it's kind of very tricky, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. But I, I'm a little skeptical. Mm. What do you uh, do? You both have your iPhones now. I returned mine. <laughs> I do. You but returned then... it. I returned mine <laughs> twice. What's this story? <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah. So I. Uh, Okay, so the iPhone. So, oh yeah, let me just start from the beginning. I guess <laughs> I have, I have an iPhone 11 Pro. Yeah, and I before the iPhone 12s were announced, even knowing the rumor that they were going back to the flat sides and stuff, I had pretty much decided like I'm not going to uh, upgrade this year. I'll just mm-hmm. like keep the phone I have for at least another year. Why? What? What? What about the rumors made you feel like you didn't want to do it though? I don't like. I don't feel good about update <laughs> upgrading every year. Okay. Uh, it, like I always feel empty inside when I do. Interesting. That. I mean, I would like to dig into that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. What does that yeah, mean? We can dig into that. <laughs> empty uh, inside. That's quite. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we can get into that maybe on another show. Maybe is it the, after the environment show, after hours? <laughs> oh, okay. It, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just just like unbridled uh, consumerism. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's like you start to go to places where it's just like I don't like how this feels anymore. <laughs> mm. um, I've anyways. had a very terribly, horribly, dramatically expensive fourth quarter. Just yeah, horrific. Yeah. Just horrific. As I would say, I'm I in a way I'm very pleased I have not got on a plane this year because the money I've mm-hmm. saved in not traveling yeah. is is definitely enabled this. Like I, I yeah. genuinely I don't believe I would have been able to afford the things that I've bought in the last <laughs> couple of months otherwise. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. Uh, <laughs> so. So yeah, so I have 11 Pro and was like, I'm probably not going to upgrade. And then mm-hmm. when they announced with the MagSafe and we immediately uh, decided we were going to do these docks, it was kind of like, okay, twist my arm. Like I'll get a phone because it's like useful to have the phone to like test on products that we make. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, if I'm getting a phone, uh, Maybe I'll try the mini. Like, I've always kind of been on the edge of, is this phone I have too big or not? Um, and so Tom got his 12 first because those launched like a few weeks before the mini was available. And so I was able to briefly hold his phone and I thought, ah, you know what? This feels pretty good. Maybe I will just get the, uh, maybe I'll just get the regular size 12. So I ordered it for uh, for in-store pickup and went to go pick it up. And when I was in the store, I like there was one sitting there on display that I picked up again. I was just like, uh, I think this is too big. And so like as I was there in the store, I was like, can I actually just cancel this pre-order? Oh and so uh, <laughs> and uh, they're really nice about it. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Um, I wonder how often so, that happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, cold feet. And so mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'll just wait. I'll wait for the mini. And so that's what I did. So I pre-ordered the mini, like, the, you know, the Friday, the first chance you could. It arrived, I guess, last Friday. And I wasn't as enamored with it as I thought I would be. Um, And I think my biggest issue, it feels like really good in the hand. Like that wasn't the problem. It's just, and maybe it's my eyesight, just having everything be a little bit smaller because it Mm -hmm. is scaled down. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not like you're seeing less stuff. It's basically, if people don't know, it's the iPhone 11 pro in terms of points and just scaled down. So it's a little bit denser and a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can of course like change the dynamic text or whatever, if you want the text I mean, to be bigger to fix that problem too, right? You yeah. Can, I don't yeah. know if the mini has display zoom. It might, uh-huh. but you can like, you can do accessibility stuff and change the text size to account for that. But then everything starts to feel kind of out of proportion and really big. And you are seeing, not a lot of stuff on the screen because the screen is smaller, like no duh. Uh, so I was just like, ah, oh, I don't think I want this. Uh, hmm. And so I returned it and I've just decided to do nothing as the original <laughs> plan was and keep the phone that I always had. And so my wife uh, got a 12 Pro Max. And so at least there's a phone in the house with MagSafe. So if I need to like test something or see something, I'll be able to. But that's where I'm at. That's That was my journey. <laughs> wow. I had a few more twists and turns in it than I was expecting, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, are you just like, what do you, if you're opposed, I mean, this is the design now, right? Like, multiple years, they're going to look like this. So, we're not opposed to the design, right, Dan? It's just a trade off of spending the money on a new phone. Is yeah. It worth it? It's not like you don't exactly. Like yeah. Right, it's right, like, right, is right, this, right. Ne- is this necessary? It wasn't, I mean, the answer, for, the, for an- the answer is no. Mm. Yes. But also, I will say, and this seems blasphemous, but I'm actually not as uh, like enamored with the flat edges as my oh. like memory told me I would be. You call um, yourself a member of the technology <laughs> design so, community. How I know? How dare you? Do you not know I, what the best phone of all time was? Do you not know? No, that? I, I, I do believe it is the iPhone four, uh, but it's. It's so strange. Like the phone sitting on a, uh, like my wife got the Pacific blue, uh, mm-hmm. pro color and just that phone, like sitting on a table is such a nice looking object. Like it's so yep. beautiful and just everything with it is, is nice. Um, but it, I don't think the flat edges really solve the, like, this feels like a slippery bar of soap. As Bro, much as I, I thought, I hoped it would have. Um, Do you know s- why it feels like a slippery bar of soap? Why? That's because that's what anodized aluminum is literally designed to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but why. yeah. <laughs> Katrina's is steel, polished steel on no, the sides, no, though. No, 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 no. I don't know why everyone says this all the time. Polished steel has a way... It's like, think about it. If you have bare feet and you're going to you try to slide across the surface 
uh, is like a piece of glass, a, a surface that you can slide across. And so when things are really highly polished like that, they are way more sticky on your hand. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And that's, that's what not. I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, but but Katrina's phone has polished steel on the sides because it's a pro. Oh, the pro. And it's steel. It still feels like not as grippy as I would want it to. Maybe if it had the steel and the polished glass back like the glossy glass mm-hmm. instead of the mat maybe those two together would be enough to it's like okay i feel good about this being naked but feeling the mini in my hand i was like i still want a case for this and i think the iphone 12 with a case is quite a bit worse than an iphone 11 with a case like a dot the bottom this. the bottom lip is a problem uh like the Having that interfere with the swipe up gesture you get used is to that so fast. I, I, I yeah. my, on my eleven, I had a case that had a bottom lip, and mm. for the first few days, I was like, "Oh, I don't know about this." And then you just don't pay any attention to it anymore. Yeah, because yeah, you I don't actually need to swipe the bottom edge of the phone to activate. Yeah, it. and so yeah, like over time, yourself. like, and it didn't take very long at all. I just started swiping from the right place. Like I know that yeah. like people might not like the look of that. I get it, but it it really isn't a problem for uh, getting in the way of the gestures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I, to me, the biggest like, and it just was the instantaneous thing I noticed about the like you know the flat edge design is just how big the screen margins feel visually. Mm-hmm. They just look so huge, uh, mm-hmm. and. You know, obviously, it's just a result of, you know, the it not being rounded and kind of falling off on your vision. But like, oh, interesting. it feels it feels to me like it's we went back like six years in terms you of you see the bezels margins. now. Is that is that what you're saying? Huge. Huh. Yeah, it's like the okay. one thing I see. Yeah, the mm. margins. Yeah, the bezels. And so if this, you know, in a couple of years when they cut those in half, uh, it's going to be really you know, if it was like way more edge to edge, um, I think, you know, the square size would be like all win, mm-hmm. but, uh, that is a huge, just visually, it's just, I notice it constantly. Like, it's just, it's such a, it feels, um, like we're back in big bezel world, like on an iPad or something where it's just like, Whoa, this, if you think about this, it feels like, you know, 1990s tech in some ways, uh, with big margins and big, you know, bulky mm-hmm. stuff. Um, one really cool thing I did notice though. So I got a, um, I have like a black, you know, like the black phone. And then I got a black Apple like silicone case thing. And if you hold, you know, the phone at kind of an angle, the texture of the matte glass, uh, you know, thing around the cameras, the little rounded rounded square and the uh, silicone are almost identical looking texture wise, uh, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I don't know how it, uh, I don't know how, uh, like on purpose that is, but yeah, they're like nearly identical, uh, which is kind of cool. Nice. Kind of a nice little touch. It feels very like, uh, like just like harmonious. I, I feel like they really, and maybe I mentioned this before, but I feel like Apple really, like really went, they must have integrated maybe because they had to with MagSafe, but the like accessories team and the like normal iPhone product team, the designers must have really been on the same page or been the same people because 
they just it just feels way more harmonious and even the color schemes and stuff are so tight especially on the non-pro like the, the normal 12 they're so like nice like you can tell those palettes were super like thoughtfully designed um and so that's really cool the cool that you can get like a purple like you know that dark purple case and like a red phone and they like work together like that's a hard thing to pull off um and so that i'm happy to see that that's like really kind of like thoughtfully done all together but otherwise you know i wish these margins weren't so big (laughs) i absolutely love this phone i think it's stunning it's my favorite yeah. phone design ever. I adore it. Like I, I have the Pro Max, the Gold Pro Max. It's just like mm-hmm. it's so extra. But you don't have a case, right? No, no case. case, no case. Because mm-hmm. you've got your pop socket, pop socket, lifestyle. no case. Yeah, and I and I really, really <laughs> like the way it feels. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super into it, like big time. I love yeah. it. This gold is so, it's so much. <laughs> but <laughs> I kind of like that, you know, like. I, when I'm using it face on, you know, like I get a little hint of the gold around the edge stuff and it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super into it. Like big time. Mm-hmm. I love it. I have a couple of stray observations. Okay. I wonder, okay. Remember a couple of years ago when they started calling the big phone max instead of plus mm-hmm. and everyone was like, why did they do that? I mean, it's not like plus was great, but it just seemed arbitrary. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because they had a mini like already on the roadmap and they wanted it ultimately to end up being mini and max. And so it was like foretelling their roadmap when they made that change Mm. to max thoughts. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I obviously big fan of Apple love their products and mostly their (laughs) designs and stuff like that. When it comes to product naming, it, a lot of the time really doesn't feel like there is a, a, a ton of forethought. There's not a rhyme or reason. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think like they changed it because that was like the first year, I think, where it wasn't any different to the smaller phone. Like they, mm. they equalized. Mm-hmm. And so I figured maybe they wanted to do it. We'll never know. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if Mini and Max. They kind of go together, but I don't know if that was why they did it. Yeah. The other thing I'll say is I feel like they're so close. I think this was the best. How do I say this? This is the best year for an iPhone lineup in terms of like being like sensible and easy to understand and kind of making sense. Yes. Um, so I think they're so close to having small, medium, large, non-pro phones and small, medium, large. Like that seems like the end game, right? It's like three sizes, non-pro and pro. I don't know if they will do that, but that seems like the most easy to understand and covers the entire gamut of what people might want. And this year is like pretty close to that. Like we're almost there. I think it's it's easier than um, than it has been in the past because you can just you you don't have to make this decision of like do what choice do I need to make and weigh them all up. I think it's a lot easier for people to know exactly what product they want, right? Which is mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with mm-hmm. you, right? Like 
you know if you want the small one and you know if you want the big one. And then in the middle, the decision is, do I just want the nicest one of the two, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's not, I, I feel like it's it's much easier to, to get your head around it now because they've put, got these two on the ends rather than like, you know, like the 11 didn't have as good a screen and it was also bigger than right. the 11 Pro. Yeah. You know, like it was, it was a much more complicated lineup last year especially, but now it's like there's a small one. There's two of the exactly the same size, but they have differences that you can work out or not work out. It's up to you. And then they had the big one. And some of the stuff that's the most important, like a lot of the camera stuff and the screen is just the same across all of them. Right. So like, yeah, you know, it's like for a lot of people, I think it'll be, do you want three cameras or not? And that's Mm -hmm. how they'll pick between the the middle two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the, like the ideal scenario is you just decide what size do you want and do you want the regular one or the fancy one? Mm -hmm. And you can't quite do that right now because you can't get like a tiny uh, pro one or a big regular one. But to me, that's like the ideal end state of this whole like pro versus non-pro mm. thing. Yeah, like the watch. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's like yeah, they have like the 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 two sizes of watch have always existed, and they've always been available in every variant of the Apple Watch. I'm just realizing now what's so interesting. I'm just like looking at these product shots. It's funny, all basically the like design language for the difference between the pro and the non pro iPhone is like basically just like which surface is matte or not. It's like (laughs) it goes, it's like it's like glossy, matte, glossy. So, like, you know, the the round wrecked like glass thing around the cameras is glossy on the pro, and then the back is matte, and then the sides glossy, and it's just the opposite on the regular. there's a better version. Like, it's so interesting that they are forced into, like, making the Pro feel more premium by putting a stainless steel band around it. But, you know, there's definitely a correct answer in terms of, is should the back be matte or glossy? Should the sides be matte or glossy in terms of, like, usability and, like, grippiness? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they'll continue to, like, back themselves into having compromised design by enforcing this, like, it's got to be aluminum or steel side... Or will they just like eventually pick one and people will be willing to upgrade to the pro version because of specs, not because of like materials? Yeah. Or are they going to continue to like force this um, compromise, which is kind of arbitrary? I mean, I'm sure if you looked at the like bill of materials for the iPhone, the difference between a stainless steel outer ring and an aluminum one, I'm sure it's not like crazy you know like i don't think that really uh, warrants a huge price difference you know what i mean yeah i the so the iphone 10 had a stainless steel band and a glossy Mm -hmm. glass back and that was the first phone since the uh iphone 5 that i felt comfortable having caseless for a while i think ultimately like towards the end of its run i decided to put a case on it but i think that is that proves that and then i think the flat sides would push it over the edge to where like you could feel pretty comfortable having it caseless they should just make it all uh silicone just like have yeah rubberized just, just make the phone silicone yeah i mean just they bounces wanna, around yeah, but... Yeah. Well, just rubberized. I would be into that. Like, imagine how many problems it would solve. 
No yeah, one could yeah. complain about grippiness anymore. All wireless charging is going to work fine, and they won't break. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, they would have to make the bodies out of plastic, and they'll never do that. Yeah, not, they won't stoop to that level. <laughs> gotta get, gotta keep those because they they have all this infrastructure for milling aluminum. Yeah, they can't let that go to waste. And if you just like look at what your case looks like after a year, like you yeah. can get you know no, chewed no, up yeah. and kind of dinged yeah. up and you can, like uh, cut it. <laughs> yeah, cut, you like, don't want your yeah, phone no, to look like that, that really. No dice. I wonder when, but I, my, the real question is, when is my uh, stainless steel Mac uh, going to come? My MacBook Pro out of mm. stainless steel. That's the real question, yeah. guys. Yeah. I want to know. You get, a, you get a MacBook Pro and you think, how could I make this significantly heavier? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you don't think that matters for phones? <laughs> well, but there's so much less more. material. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of silly that they are forcing stainless steel into the Pro phone. It's like, what's the point, guys? We just said you need it for grippiness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you can only do PVD. I mean, you can't make it. Here's the one reason I'm guessing is it can't be shiny if it's aluminum. So Mm -hmm. they want it to be shiny. And so it's got to be steel. I don't think I want a steel laptop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but, it could, but 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 mike you you just said you love the pvd gold uh-huh. on the iphone but it you're would telling be, me how heavy would that be <laughs> really <heavy. laughs> well actually you know okay so so stainless steel is about like uh three ish or two and a half times heavier than aluminum i think uh-huh. if i'm remembering correctly and but it can be way thinner like way 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 thinner uh, the problem is just that it is way more difficult to finish and way more difficult to machine. That would be the problem. Mm. But uh, I, for a weight, if you did an actual like comparison and you could like make it way thinner when you could, it might not be as strikingly different as, than you think. Are you serious about wanting a steel MacBook? No, no, I'm definitely not serious. I'm, okay. just, it's just, I'm using it as an example to kind of point out how silly it is that they force it onto a phone. Yeah. That's what I'm... That's, yeah, I do, it's a choice they're making, I do right? Kind they of, want it to be a shiny thing. Why, I do mm-hmm. wonder why they are so like, no, it's got to be stainless steel. Like, I don't really understand what led them to this. Premium materials, Mike. Premium but, materials. Does it even say that? I'm, that must say it on like the page for the iPhone 12 Pro. Like... Premium yeah. materials, but like, th- does anybody really know that stainless steel is premium, or do we not just know it's? I'm not talking about you two, obviously, but like, do we not just know it's it's uh, premium because they tell us it is? Like, they could tell but me. You anything can't make aluminum premium. shiny like that. Yeah, I think we're just can't we're just apes that are attracted to shiny things. Yeah, uh, you can't make aluminum <laughs> shiny without plating it, and they would never like do that. So, you, yeah, you can't you can't make it shiny. That's the same reason they do it with the watch. You know the the Apple Watch is because it, it's just so it could be shiny and have like fancy shininess, which you know makes sense. I mean, these things are fashion items, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it makes total sense. You know what? I realized we wandered ourselves into Dan's tech corner, and we don't even have a jingle. Do you want to just retroactively give us one? Though? I mean, like, <laughs> retroactively. Yeah. And just lie to our dear <laughs> listener like that. <laughs> well, you can maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe. You can create uh, a dance tech corner outro. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'll just do it off the cuff right now. It's going to be really great. Mm-hmm. 
That was oh, Dance Tech Corner. That was nice. I wasn't expecting okay. you to be so literal about the outro. <laughs> well, it's got to be. I mean, like, come on. Thoroughly Considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find out more about this episode by going to relay.fm slash tc slash 64.